transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Prepare to have your bones chilled and your hairs raised. It's the Whack Arnold's Brothers Podcast. Welcome home. Whoa, oh, oh, it's uh, it's Whack Arnold's Brothers. Oh, you know, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for another show, dude. It's perfect. Uh, the, no more Perkins. Uh, no, dude, Perkins left it us blows. behind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no more tilapia. <laughs> Before shows, <laughs> yeah, no dude. more butterball. <laughs> dude, we got the butterball woes now, man. What a time to cut yeah. us off, man. It's November, you know, Turkey Day's yeah. right around the corner, and Perkins For cuts real. us off, dude. How am I yeah, gonna be butterball? I could be turkey? butterball. I could be butterballing right now. <laughs> Balling, you know what I mean? <laughs> no. But no. no. Damn, dude, that sucks. And I don't even know. I, can, I don't even know if there's any other restaurants out there that carry butterball brand turkey turkey dinners. That's a good question. I mean, not, yeah, I mean, I have not no anything plans. Like... No. Right. <laughs> I guess we should Google that. But yeah, now I don't have any plans for Thanksgiving now. I was going to go rent out a you know, a, 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 a conference room for myself and just, eat, you know, all you can eat butterball. <laughs> just keep it coming. You see an empty plate. <laughs> Dude, that'd be so Sir, funny. you've already, you already had $130 in butterball. <laughs> Did I ask? Yeah. Did I ask for a total? <laughs> <laughs> My card ain't declined. Keep it coming. <laughs> Dude, that part of all life, man. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Perkins. Too bad it didn't work out. But you know, not not. It wasn't our fault. They liked our product. They just couldn't. You know, they couldn't afford True. to keep paying for it. True. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, definitely a fond, uh, you know, time frame to look back upon. So. Yeah, we'll have to, you know, we'll. We'll have to pursue other ventures Speaking in the future. Fond things to look. Yeah, yeah. We got to figure something out. Um, but speaking of fond things to look back upon, it's kind of like the whole, you know, reason we picked this movie because it's definitely, you know, it's not a horror movie. It's kind of a out of left field you know, random pick almost where people are probably going to be like, what the hell? Dude. You know, we're not veering away from horror. We just wanted to do something, you know, a little different for this episode. Oh yeah. A little different, a little fun. Uh, 
Yeah, so, you know, we're talking about 1997's Star Kid. Mm. Star Kid. Star Kid. The walls all. Star Kid. Star Kid. Star Kid. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, it's definitely, I, yeah, like there's there's no tangible real like horror elements unless you're maybe like seven years old watching this movie and then you might be frightened at times but it's such a a good point it could be like it's a kid's horror it could be potentially like gateway gateway sci-fi horror for kids you know what i mean yeah because i will say like one of the one you know the uh the 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 brood warrior which is a character in this movie the like the the crazy does like the design on there is pretty cool and they have like some pretty interesting elements of like how they operate and shit so i was like i was kind of like damn dude that's fucking badass (laughs) absolutely yeah but this is just like it's a it's a movie that is intrinsically tied to the whack arnold the whack arnold's lore and the whack arnold's brothers because Oh God, yeah. <laughs> because the it features in this movie it features the song Magic Carpet Ride. And right. that but, was but what? But it's not the Steppenwolf, you know, it's not no. the original. It's a it's a and I didn't realize this until now, but it was uh covered by Edgar Winter of the Edgar Winter band, but it's definitely like a subpar <laughs> To put it mildly, cover. Yeah. yeah. And before before you finish saying what you're going to sing, I've just very similar to the Prophets game situation. I vividly remember the day that we were at the dollar store and you fucking picked up the soundtrack and we just bopped it for like weeks straight. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that we would do like we would do dumb shit like that all the time where it was like it's the soundtrack's not like great per se. It's just so fucking funny that like we would be rolling around listening to the Starkin soundtrack <laughs> that then we would do it and crack up about it for weeks at a time. Oh my god, dude. But yeah, so you know it's in our blood basically and and on top of that the uh the the first ever actual whack arnold's band mm. show we, we performed mm-hmm. uh if you ask me an <laughs> epic noise cover of this of magic carpet right oh yeah yeah oh yeah it was cracking Dude, that original, and that was the uh, the the OG lineup of the uh, the Whack Arnold's brothers, the one that would or the Whack Arnold's that would never be seen again. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Wild night. <laughs> it was make makeshift to say the least, but I and I know we've told this story before, but I still absolutely, I what we did was brilliant. I still think what we did was brilliant. How we got so many people to come to that show by lying and telling them that the whack arnold's was this incredible metal band from seattle that you guys just gotta see (laughs) (laughs) oh man i will not forget that i also remember we uh, for some reason we had uh 
top billing on the flyer. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It was Is this because awesome. we were an awesome metal band from Seattle? Our first show. <laughs> yeah. God damn, dude. Classic. Oh. But yeah, we are, uh, you perfectly worded it, intrinsically linked to this movie. This 1997 Stargate. Yeah, so exactly. And that's what this is. It's not a it, it's not a horror movie. It's an it's a whack Arnold's nostalgia pick this episode. Uh mm-hmm. dude, and like everything about this movie just is ridiculous. But yeah, you know it is sorry, say what you're gonna say. Oh, I was just gonna say it's just it's 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 just like such a such a like there's so many random lines in this movie and stuff like that that like I was cracking up about that I didn't I didn't even right. fucking remember honestly because it's been so long. Oh, there's also yeah. some definite like corny, you know, '90s uh, era, uh, you know, you know, dialogue and things too. Um, yeah. But you know, going back to how we talked about like the fact that it's not a horror movie. Uh, it does have um, some ties to horror. It's directed by Manny Cotto. Uh, we recently um, did Dr. Giggles. Uh, and he, uh, we talked about this when we did Dr. Giggles, but he also, you know, directed some episodes of Monsters, uh, Tales from the Crypt. Uh, and he, he passed away recently, but the, but uh, the most recent thing he worked on was he he worked on American Horror Story and he directed an episode of American Horror Stories. Um, so he has some horror ties. Um, and like we mentioned last time, just to bring it up again, he also very randomly has Disney Channel movie ties because he directed uh, The Other Me and Xenon <laughs> the Sequel, which is Dude. so, so random. Xenon the sequel. Okay, yeah, it is. It's so fucking random. It's and it, it's it's just made. It's like that career makes no sense in so many in, in, in a lot of ways. It's just like what the fuck. But yeah, how do you? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know, man. Uh, I mean, and this one is definitely like it's like a. It, <laughs> It's basically like a Disney a Disney side channel sci-fi movie, if you if you will. It's like that kind of like level of. It's a good way to put it in a lot of ways, but. Um, yeah, it also doesn't have a lot of uh, star power in it. Um, no, there, there's like two people you'll recognize. So the main character Spencer, he's played by Joseph Mazzello, who's most famously known for Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. um, and then. Uh, it was very brief in the movie. He, the guy that plays um, Manfred's dad, uh, Jack McGee, is the actor's name. He was in over. He was in like over a hundred uh, different film and television roles, and he's definitely recognizable as well. Totally, totally. But, and then, but uh, aside and from then, that, and then there's there's one other there's one other person that uh, that you recognize. Um, oh, it's Danny Masterson who plays, That's right. who plays Kevin, aka Hyde, the last 70s show. However, Eesh. it's worth saying that that dude is a fucking dirtbag. So, piece you know. of shit. Yes. So, so suck oh. eggs, Danny Masterson. 
<laughs> I thought I thought that you were gonna yeah absolutely yeah he can go to hell. Uh, I I thought that you were gonna bring up the fact that um, the voice actor uh, that does the voice for Psy, um, he did some other notable voice acting. He was uh, and we're t- you know we're talking about like '80s era cartoons. He was the uh, voice of Devastator in Transformers, um, and he was also the voice of uh, Destro in GI Joe. So that's, that's pretty cool. dope. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like it is like now that I'm thinking about it, it is kind of like a, a recognizable voice, voice acting. Voice acting's cool as it'd hell, be, dude. Oh yeah, it'd be so dope to break into that industry. Like it'd be so much fun. No oh, man, yeah, I'd love it. Um, but okay, so so everything about this movie is pretty cheesy overall, including even just mm-hmm. like the opening sequence where it, you know, <laughs> across the screen and what might as well be word art in a PowerPoint project. Store kid, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so cheese, so cheese. But it sets up, you know, the whole intro sets up the, you know, the one of the one of the main. Uh, sort of plot devices and that's this ongoing war between uh, mm-hmm. what like you know the, the Trelkins I believe and yep. yep and these like brood warrior things that are like these n- giant nasty looking spiky weird things they look uh, and you know I gotta be honest like those little Trelkins don't look like they, they, they'd stand a chance these tiny little guys no they I, look like a jawa might be able to I beat like, them up oh yeah yeah i like i like their character design too though especially like later in the in the movie like the end sequence of the movie like they have these, these cool uh some of them like have these masks that hide their face and you see and some of them you straight up see their face but uh although some of the like cgi is pretty bad I do like the character design for the Trelkins and for the Brood Warriors, like you mentioned. Agreed. Uh, um, but yeah, it has like a, a voiceover and explains that, you know, the, uh, the these Brood Warriors are like this ruthless, you know, uh, force that have been, you know, destroying planets and they're in like a mortal uh, war with the Trelkins and they're currently invading their home planet. So, yeah, dude. And, you know, as things get dire in this, like, battle situation that you're witnessing, uh, you know, there's this, the, this, I can't remember, what's the, what's the, the professor's name again? The, 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 the person, the creator? Uh, oh, yeah, he's got a really long uh, name. Give me one second, because it is Tenris, name dropped. A Tenris Dathar, the Trelkin. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Tenris Dathar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so Tenris uh, ends up launching what you assume is like this secret weapon. I, I can't remember if they mention what it is in this sequence or not, but they just call it the secret weapon. Yeah. And, you know, just in the nick of time, it squeezes out through the top, but it gets blasted by some like, you know, some brood warrior laser and kind of like makes it sort of start veering co- like off course a bit. And then you have this right, really, right. really great 90s CGI traveling through the cosmos shots. It's <laughs> like space yeah, they, pod. They, yep. Like you mentioned, split last second, you know, get this rocket off. But like you mentioned, it's trajectory, you know, 
seems to have been compromised. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we we take a hard cut from there to, you know, uh, a very... Life on the playground, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, one of the biggest, like, tropes in movie history is, like, the bully scene, you know, hey, butt wipe. <laughs> yeah. No, for, for real, though, dude. <laughs> And like you know, even topping that off, it's I hadn't like, heard that in a while. It's dude, I know. There's so much of that. Uh, or or the the first time this the first time you hear you hear it in the movie, but but the the mm. bully, uh, which is is named Tur- nicknamed Turbo, is picking on you know our main hero, <laughs> uh, you know Spencer, Spencer, who's holding, of course, he's a nerd holding, of course, a comic book, and uh, Turbo at one point goes. You are USDA choice dead meat. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like at first in this scene wow. cracked me up. But you hear it like several times later on throughout the movie that it just kind of like is funny and also because it just like immediately takes away. <laughs> Your USDA choice. Yeah, they choice say it like two or three meat. more times. It's wild. Uh but yeah, you know, he's he, he's being a bit of a dickhead and uh of yeah. course, you know, just in time. Yeah, he tells him what he tells him he can't be on the uh oh, you're yeah. not allowed to be on the blacktop anymore. You need to be on the girls' side or something like that. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Which is like I mean, he's just fucking nineties bullies, man. They just they they just don't yeah. they don't have like I mean, what's the point? What's the point of this activity? Uh, turbo but uh, you know eventually I, I did like the use of the uh the tether ball uh to 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 yeah. toy with him and when when that moment happened where spencer thinks he's shaking the situation you know avoided another massive beatdown. uh he act like uh, it's like almost by accident he like kind of knocks the tether ball and it goes swishing mm-hmm. around there's that slow Dink, right on right on turbo's backwards baseball cap because he's a badass yeah and it sets him off all over again it like barely touches him too you know yeah, dude, how big. how dare you spencer you know what i mean i'm i'm the top dog around here yeah wolf man uh doesn't he also at one point pick up spencer's comic and he hawks a loot yeah he it? spits in it Oh god, dude. dude! What a fucking dick move, man. I'm I'm cool with you like calling me names or like physically intimidating me, but that's like a whole nother level. Yeah, dude. Um, I was, I was not. I was like, I would kick him in the dick. Not cool. Uh, not cool. <laughs> yeah, he spit in his Midnight Warrior uh, comic book. Yeah, the Midnight Warrior. Uh, but you know. Right before things take uh, too much of a turn, luckily the te- uh, what, what's their name? Uh, well, the teacher Miss Holloway, Miss Holloway pops out and intervenes, you know, and the bell rings and everybody kind of starts dispersing and she, you know, kind of pulls a uh, turbo aside and is like, "This is the last <laughs> time you're doing this shit, man, Fred." And that's when you learn he has he has, of course, he doesn't want to go by his first man, Fred. Yeah, yeah, what a name! I don't know if I've ever met a, na- a man, Fred. Nope, I have never. Uh, the only Manfred I know is, you know, the the band with Manfred in the title. But yeah, wow. then we go to like a 
you know, a classic like classroom scene. Or real quick, actually, we see Spencer, you know, watch this gr- group of uh, girls go by, um, and he envisions himself talking to his crush, Michelle. Um, you know, we have a classroom scene where Miss Holloway is talking about, you know, echolocation and tiger moths. Um, and while, you know, she's giving her little lecture, uh, Spencer is drawing a picture of Midnight Warrior in his book. And to his surprise, um, you know, Mich- at the end of class, Michelle comes up and, you know, makes a mention about how Midnight Warrior is her favorite comic book character. Um, and this leaves him sort of speechless. You know what I mean? And he kind of fumbles, you know, this moment where he could have, you know, really made some ground with her. I know. He's just left dumbfounded, which I would have been dumbfounded, too. Yeah. I mean, and he does. He kind of beats himself up over it a little bit like, ah, shoot, Um, which is what the teacher Mm -hmm. notices. And Holloway, like eventually, like, you know, kind of like asked him to hang out and like help her with something. Uh, you know, obviously to give him a pep talk, which she does. Yeah, while... it was a good one too. Yeah, and she's like, tell she like she has like a class tarantula, and she like pulls he's like basically like I need you to hold this, and she puts it in his hand and like talks about how she used to be scared to death of spiders, and you know how she got over that, and like you know, kind of gives him that like don't be scared of girls, you know, Spence, you're you know, yeah, kind of talk. Yeah, she's like you know whether whether it's uh whether it's like a bully or a girl, you know, you just need to face your fears, uh, yeah. uh, you know? And so it's a good little pep talk. I, th- I think it's cool. I think like, you know, it's been talked about even more recently. I've noticed, I'm not really big on social media, but I've noticed that people are kind of trying to have more conversation about, um, teachers being underpaid, mm-hmm. uh, and the, you know, I feel like there's a lot of the t- lot of times where I had a huge impact uh, made upon me, you know, in a very similar moment like this with the teacher, where they notice maybe you're down or they pick up on things because they see you every day. You know what I mean? So it was just a cool little moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, teachers. I mean, this world would be nothing without teachers, man. So it is kind of wild that they they don't get their credit. It seems like a lot of times, but. But Miss Holloway seems like a good one. It gives, like we said, gives him a pep talk. But then it's like immediately, you know, followed up by like Spencer having to wait after school for way too long for his dad. You know, classic neglected Mm -hmm. kid moment. Um, Mm -hmm. And he, you know, eventually, you know, in his cool denim jacket, he just like fuck it, I'm just gonna walk home. He starts hoofing it. Yeah. Sees the uh, the girls, you know, that we saw earlier. Hanging out of fucking Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's, like, yeah. yeah, dude. I was like, I, I, I wish, I wish there's a Ben and Jerry's around. We dope. Uh, which is, which is great, you know. Spencer's <laughs> I, like, I, like, I didn't know they had any. Physical I didn't know they locations. had like physical stores. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. Hit up that Ben, that 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 Ben and Jerry's. Give me some Jerry's. Uh, Anyway, so, you know, he's, like, prepping himself. He's like, okay, this is my time. I'm going to, you know, yeah, like Midnight Warrior kind of stuff, you know? And uh, yeah, yeah, it's, like, you know, terrible timing because, unfortunately, the girls leave and then the bullies show up. Turbo. Yeah, yeah. He, 
she says hi to him and he freezes up again after just like you said like he walks across the street and the whole time he's walking across the street he's like oh so you like midnight warrior oh so you like midnight you know he's trying to like classic like you know yeah bad timing because the chicks get up leave and instantly uh there's manfred and his goon squad you know and manfred just fucking straight up decks him in the face like bro I was like, um, but you know, Spencer having you know taken that uh, 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 pep talk to heart, you know, he sort of um, gets the last laugh in this situation because after taking the punch, you know, he sort of spins around, lands on the table. Um, he picks up a container of ice cream, and I wasn't expecting this. I was proud. I'm proud of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he, he picks up the ice cream, turns around, and just straight fucking shoves it in uh, uh, Manfred's face, yeah, you know, bro. and before hightailing it off, I was like, way to go, Spencer. Hell yeah, man. Like, standing up. Uh, but unfortunately, the you know, the boys yeah. shit follow him, and uh, Spencer, you know... I'm gonna tear your arms off. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Spencer, like, you know, in a quick move, finds a, a trash can to hide in to avoid uh you know another another interaction but Oof. you know like after the afterwards you see him kind of like walking down the street and you know his clothes are a little stained and he's even like you know freaking out about the smell and stuff like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like fending off bugs you yeah know? <laughs> <laughs> and then of man course, classic finally, you know yeah <laughs> Yeah, his, his dad, dad finally rolls. rolls up. I told you to wait for me, yeah. you know. And you get that another kind of movie trope, like you know the a uh, 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 single you know dad that's like super busy and preoccupied with his job. So you know, Spencer's kind of put on the back burner, and that is like followed up even more so in this scene because well, while they're driving, his dad's you know must have a nice job because he has a car phone, um, but takes a phone call and we learn that you know he has to you know uh, go take handle some work and you know he breaks the news to Spencer and Spencer seems pretty bummed about it. Yeah, because I mean, you get you obviously get the vibe that this is a repeat pattern. You know, he's like after he gets off the phone, he's like, you know, oh well, it looks like you and your sister and Spencer's like are gonna have to order pizza, you know, mm-hmm. like, and uh, yeah, you know, back at the house, dad breaks the news to his older oh sister. Oh my god, <laughs> she's just like a little fucking dickhead herself, man. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, she's like a. Yeah, she she tells him the news and she's like, uh, knock, knock, dad. Uh, I've been dating Kevin for two weeks and we were supposed to have a date tonight. Yeah, she's very, um, yeah, you know, not trying to be, you know, put a stereotype or anything, but she's very 90s Valley Girl-ish, you know. Yeah, yeah man, like, just kind of annoying, kind of annoying. And he always calls Spencer Fungus. Like, fungus yeah yeah the fungus but you know so <laughs> spencer waves his dad off all sad at the window and uh yeah you know he's kicking rocks in his room when he like he he seems like he notices something out the window and he pulls out his little telescope mm-hmm. and 
Mm-hmm. Looks like something might have fallen from the sky. Yeah, Stacy has another pretty cringy one-liner. She like pops in his room. He goes, "Little survival tip: stay out of my way." <laughs> Dude, I want to say that to somebody. Hey, here's yeah, a survival gonna... tip: stay out of my way. Yeah, I'm gonna say that at work tomorrow. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. The first person that comes up to you, you just drop that line on him like a people's elbow. <laughs> dude, but yeah, back to what yeah. you were saying. Spencer notices, you know, maybe it's a comet, shooting star, something lands shooting nearby. Star. He decides to <laughs> shooting star. <laughs> Shooting store. Yeah, he decides to. Uh, he, he 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 notices that it lands like at a nearby like auto salvage yard. So, you know, he decides. You know, I got nothing better to do but go investigate. And after we, uh, he has some cool shit in his room. He has like a um, a green goblin statue. Like oh my a, god, a dude! I was so statue. jealous of his setup. Yeah. yeah, dude, he's got yeah, like you said, like the thing statue was really rad. He's got a Hulk one that's cool too. That that first Green Goblin one that you see is also badass. Oh um, man, and uh, and he's got like some sweet posters and stuff. Like, yeah, dude, I was like, I want that, that shit. Spider Man Deadpool poster. Yeah, I was definitely like, man, he's got it cracking. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. How fucking nerdy are we that we're just that's like. <laughs> You see all that shit. You're just like, yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's Spencer what I need. What's up, dude? <laughs> yeah. uh, I love it. Uh, but yeah, you know, so he, uh, you know, sort of sneaks out, dips out, and goes to investigate. And um, this leads him all the way to that to the junkyard. And uh, you know, at the at the junkyard, you see, uh, he kind of like, you know, he sneaks on in. There's obviously like little bits of noise and stuff that tease you, but then he he gets to this like open area, and he sees mm-hmm. the fucking space pod. It's, yeah, it's perfectly set in there. I mean, I would be fucking super curious too, like at that point. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Uh, approach, you know. Um, and he does. Yeah, and it opens up. Yeah. yeah. And there, in the kind of a most ridiculous way, is this this uh, robotic-looking humanoid figure just standing atop the spacesuit, like just I don't know. You don't know what it's doing at this point, but it starts right. speaking you a don't language know what it is yet. Which you assume is Trelkin. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. But very quickly, yeah, you know, this language cool. barrier becomes almost a non-issue because spencer's like right right when he's like talking to it it's like copying him you know back and forth and then next thing you know it's like it's just like it processes the language and then it's like no now i know how to talk (laughs) yeah it seems to be very very advanced um and we learn we learn pretty quickly that it is you know a cyber suit Uh, it's like a prototype exoskeleton suit uh, that's mainly supposed to be used for combat, um, but it, it's also, uh, you know, equipped with uh, very advanced artificial intelligence. Yeah. Um, and it mentions to Spencer that it need that a host is required, and without even like any thought, 
or second guessing, you know, Spencer just pretty much instantly all gung ho about it, hops right into the fucking cyber suit. I was blown away by, like, by that move too. Like, I mean, I knew it was like that's you know the process, the progress of the movie, but I was just thinking that too. I was like, how, how would you just immediately just be like, okay? <laughs> like, I'd have so yeah, many have questions new- before doing that. Yeah, like you could get in that thing and it could suffocate you. Like you have no idea what the fuck it is. Yeah, bro. And yeah. instantly it does kind. Of, you know, he kind of. It almost takes like a dark turn at first because he hops in. It, you know, it's this really dark, weird looking uh, place. Um, this uh, uh, the best way you could describe it is like a um, this little thing pops into the back of his neck to sort of, you know be able to read his mind and be able to um, sense his movement. But yeah, that would be a very, very creepy, you know, 30, 45 seconds while this is all going on. Yeah, dude, it's it's so strange. And then like on top of it, and this was something I always I always thought was funny, is that like like he interacts with the cyber suit from the inside because there's like a reverse face that like talks to yeah like, it's and, so like, flaps weird. its weird lips and stuff like that it's like almost the inside of it almost in a strange way looks like kind of fleshy and that's also sort yeah, of like, absolutely it's like it's like a bizarre design for like that that it just it like, really it, is yeah i don't know it's a strange but it is thing, but... it is cool too though it's like you said that when he first gets in you notice like it looks like a you know a mouth and eyes that are talking to him, but then it quickly uh, transitions into like a screen, so you're you know be able to see out, and you know it, it has um, some writing on it about you know maybe some of the capabilities or the uh, the specs of the suit. Um, and before you know it, you know he's given it a test ride. It takes him a second to sort of get used to the speed of it, and you know he he learns that. Um, basically everything that he does, the suit does. So it takes him a second to get used to movement, uh, 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 getting used to the speed, the strength. But before you know it, you know, he's, you know, riding that bike, you know? Oh, for sure. Uh, there's a couple, couple like really random lines. Like when he stands up for the first time, he's like, I'm Shaquille O'Neal. He's so oh much taller. <laughs> and during this whole sequence, is when Magic Carpet Ride plays when he's like, "All right, let's yeah. test things out." You know, now. On a Magic Carpet Ride. Magic Carpet Ride. I do. I'm not gonna. I, I do very much enjoy. You know, the original. I think it's a great song, uh, oh, yeah, but dude. it is. Uh, this version is definitely cheesy. Yeah. So once Spencer kind of like tests cheesy. out all the strengths and like the advantages of the cyber suit, he immediately decides to go fuck shit up. And he Oh, I love it. <laughs> and he goes to Manfred's uh family's auto uh what am I sure? mechanic mechanic shop. Mechanic shop. <laughs> and uh there you find, you know, you, you know, Manfred's like in one of the customer's cars on the lift, pretending to drive it like a crazy person, like listening yeah. to music. Uh, Jack McGee, this expensive like you ass Corvette. Yeah. yeah, dude. 
he's like out he's like working on a different car outside and hears all the ruckus and like goes in and like tells turbo to get the fuck out of the car you know i told you not to fucking be in the in there be in the uh, customer's car yeah what a dumb shit (laughs) dude for real though especially because it's on the lift man it's like like it wouldn't i feel like sure you wouldn't do it necessarily if it was on the ground but the lift is so much more dangerous bro you could be fucking that car up uh yeah not a good idea of course manfred doesn't listen as his dad leaves and uh his dad has a a great line too that i'm actually kind of surprised was put into the movie um you know when he when he originally hears the ruckus he you know sets down like whatever power tool he's using and goes kids gonna drive me to drink oh i know <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> he just doesn't he's not he's not uh, he's not the family man um like no no and so like as he's yeah, like you know Manfred... oh sorry yeah, continue uh, as he's back in the car and everything you know fucking around uh you sort of see a garage door roll up and the cyber suit crawl well spencer and the cyber suit crawl in <laughs> and next thing you know fucking hijinks are ensuing because he like he uses the cyber suit to pick up the, the corvette off the lift and just start spinning it around like somebody fucking throwing pizza dough you know just like yeah and then like as soon as uh you, you know he does it like the opposite way he's just really fucking with the kid and he puts it down and obviously mm-hmm. manfred's like freaking the hell out like what well at first he doesn't see him that's right he like gets out of the car and he's all like like discombobulated and then the cyber he's like you know the cyber suit's just like there with its glowing eyes and his arms outstretched and it's like i want your brains <laughs> yeah yeah he, he he approaches him like a zombie you know like that yeah lumbering arms reached out slow gate yeah I, I want your brains um he also you know causes manfred to you know knock and in, knock into a shelf that can starts fucking spilling paint everywhere oh uh, and furthermore while covered in paint decides to you know crawl all over the front and top of the corvette just leaving like multiple you know foot and hand prints gee i'd be if that was my car and i came to pick up my car from a mechanic and it looked like that oh fuck yes somebody's gonna be usda choice dead meat man (laughs) and (laughs) which like we mentioned is about to be uttered for a second time um (laughs) because because manfred like makes his way outside and you know very quickly uh uh spencer star star spencer uh you know comes up and uh picks him up and throws him into a nearby dumpster behind a pet store that looked absolutely vile like dude not the dumpster you want to be you know tossed in no uh i also love when he picks up manfred he's like uh you know he's like don't eat my brains i can get you all the brains you want and like 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 turbo's got a line on human brains like yeah i guess but yeah he just tosses him that grody ass dumpster and then and then like in like the most giddy fashion 
the cyber you see the cyber suit just kind of like running down the sidewalk afterwards like yeah <laughs> and then like yeah, yeah Spencer goes, got going his up. yeah dude exactly but then he just like he takes like one that one giant leap and just like whoosh, just like lands on top of this building you know yeah like a gazelle you know yeah, very dude. gracefully oh it's so good you know and it, this is the this is the first of many like conversations he has with the suit you know where the suit uh where, where they sort of have maybe like some slight miscommunication you know there's definitely uh uh so like a language barrier i guess you could call it you know because the suit's like um why didn't you destroy the enemy you know and spencer has to sort of explain to the suit like what a joke is um you know different things like that so yeah exactly and you know he tells him i and i actually really like this joke you know it's a simple one but you know spencer's like what do you call a cow with no legs mm. and obviously uh sigh is the nickname for the cyber suit which i think i can't remember when you learned but listen you know it's in a little bit but anyway so he tell you know obviously the cyber suit doesn't get it and so he's you know then he learned that uh, it's ground beef uh, it's so good. It's, it's a, a laughy, good laughy taffy joke. Laffy taffy joke. But then you know he yeah. plays a he plays a joke on Spencer, right? Yeah. And I this like is that. a little more intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it. All of a sudden, these like alarms start blaring off and shit. You know, uh, it's just yeah. I mean, it's a life-threatening situation. Is what it is. But, yeah, it was a good, you know, you know, the suit is just just learned what a joke is, you know. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was pretty funny, you know. Yeah. So um, it's the they seem to be, you know, getting along pretty well so far. So that's good. Yeah, exactly. Um, then don't you kind of jump back to like the house with Stacy? Mm-hmm. It's like Stacy, and this is where you meet Kevin. You see, you see, uh. That Kevin's a oh, bit of dear bit God, of, a bit of a badass. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He wrote, yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. You know, he like knocks on the window because, like earlier, they were on the phone, and she's like, you know, he was basically pleading for her to let him come over, and you know, I, I can't. My dad's not home. Yada yada. He comes over anyway, you know, gets her to come outside and shows her this badass new fucking, you know, motorbike he just bought. Let's go for a ride, babe, you know? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was so good, too. So two things. One, when Stacy, when you see Stacy in the house, she's watching like a leprechaun movie because you can oh, hear the she? dialogue from it. And, he, and, you know, it's like all like, oh, my powers are rising. What is that? Go-? It's like, yeah, it's definitely like a leprechaun movie. I couldn't figure out which one it was, though. Probably just the mm. first one. But I thought that was really I'll have to funny. Go back and, I'll have to go back and rewatch that. Okay. And uh, and the other thing was when he's showing off her bike, she's like, oh, is this new? And like kind of like under his breath, he's like, well, it's pre-owned. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, what the fuck ever. Fuck. But, like, but it's just so fucking random. Oh, no, it's pre-owned. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So he's like trying to convince her to like take a take a spin on his fucking ugly ass yellow triumph, fucking crotch. What she rocket. does, 
Yeah, he does. You know, it, 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 it takes it takes some cajoling, but she's like, you know, we got to make it quick. Essentially, you know, I yeah. can't leave the fungus alone for too long. You know, the fungus. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I I I can't. I told you, I'm babysitting the fungus. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> and then in like like a really creepy, uh, creepy trying to be sexual way, and you know, you could tell he goes. I just want to break it in with you. <laughs> and you're just yeah, like, oh. yeah, 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 uh. yeah, 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 yeah. Which now, you know, now knowing, it doesn't play. No, not at all. Especially with knowing, you know, yeah, it just didn't really age well. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, and then so we then go you back to. Yeah, we go back to to another, you know, love interest, I guess you could say, because we're back with Star Kid, who uh, is now at the local carnival um, that is going on. And I love how he just decides, like, oh, I'm just going to stroll into the carnival, you know, in this fucking alien-looking super suit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I know you got to, like, put some things aside, but this, this part got me because I was like, he's so obvious, and he stands out yeah. so much. And he's just like, yeah, he's just you're telling me that nobody in the fucking crowd noticed this noticed yeah oh it's aggravating but yeah we yeah, also so get some more cool powers from the suit you yeah. know it uses like it's uh it's able to tap basically read uh spencer's mind you yeah. know uh, to see a picture of michelle and then not only that but it's also able to you know look around and pinpoint her location so that's pretty handy totally uh yeah, it uses uh, the the neural interceptor, and uh, yeah. yeah, sounds sounds very advanced. Um, but yeah, so then he starts kind of like sneaking behind them a little bit and like watching, you know, right? Watching them. At one point, he's like on top of like a fucking one, of, you know, the House of Horrors carnival thing, and he just sort of like right, you know, kind of blends in, kind of, kind of. But uh, something sets off the suit at some point here. Yeah. After the girls decide to go on the uh, the big, uh, I mean, I don't even know what it is. It, looks, it reminded me of the zipper, but like a like a Ferris wheel version of the zipper. But, yeah, that's it. That's literally <laughs> that's literally how I described it as a uh, a Ferris wheel zipper type ride. Yeah. You know, it's like a more kid kid friendly uh, version of. It's like I got, you know, the. it's got like a zipper. Um, fuck, what would you call it? Like the well, thing those, you get into, you know. The, yeah, those little like, I don't know, the cage things that you. Yes, you know. yes. But yeah, it's like yeah. they kind of spin a little bit, you know, it seems like. Uh, anyway, so the, the girls get on there and then the cyber suit mm -hmm. freaks out, right? Yeah, it sees like a, a, a gentleman in a like. Uh, dinosaur suit and um, thinks that it's a hostile biotic and mm. its arm turns into a cannon and just starts fucking boom just blasting yeah. shot after shot at you know causing a gigantic fucking um, you know melee you know blowing stands up people are you know running away you know not, a, not a good look no not at all 
But when he like when he first like originally fires two shots at the dinosaur, the guy dressed in the dinosaur suit, the second shot just blows up right in front of him and somehow, without harming the individual inside, has like burnt off the entire front half of the suit. <laughs> so the cyber suit sees that it's a human. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's some fantasy shit right there that dude would be fucking toast but uh but he yeah. unfortunately also uh blasts the uh the the ride the girls are on yeah. causing their their little uh their their little cage thing to fall and just in the nick of time spencer mm -hmm. hops down and runs over and is able to catch it at the last minute with his new cyber suit super strength and like yeah and perhaps the that most, was good timing yeah for sure oh, oh actually also so real quick forgot to mention that while the girls were walking yep. and he was spying on them earlier one of my favorite lines happens in this movie where they're asking each other what they want to do with their lives or something like that oh and, yeah and one of the girls just goes I want to run a successful t-shirt business. <laughs> like oh, this, yeah. This, like, really I didn't catch that. Specific fucking thing. Like, yeah, I didn't catch cracked, that. It cracked me up. And then, and then, so anyway, so Spencer, zooming forward, has like saved them and decides instead of opening the door, like punches a fucking hole through the cage and rips it open <laughs> and then just proceeds to like stand there in the cyber suit staring at them for a while like yeah to the point where like uh yeah or like i can't remember the name of a friend yeah or like the picture but i think it's like uh uh i think only one of her friends gets named i think it's um like micah or something like that okay yeah mika yeah she takes a fucking snapshot you know yeah. it just takes a polaroid of them boom yeah and uh so after you know staring too long they hear some police sirens and then mm -hmm. i just got a bolt and i thought this i forgot about this too oh but yeah it, but I, <laughs> in order to zoom away from the police in this high-tech alien space suit, cyber suit like yeah. activates the cyber suits like super fast like roller skates that pop out of the bottom of his feet and he just zips away the luck is down yeah how did how do the trollkins know about roller blades yeah it was a very interesting choice because it almost because when he's flying away, it almost looks like he's hovering. So it could have just been hover boots. Like it, I, I, I was almost in tears when uh, the rollerblade attachments, you know, popped out. I was just like, oh my fucking god! It was so good, dude. <laughs> oh, fucking great. Um, and then you know, like yeah, you kind of follow that up with you know, he's escaped and he's having this like converse. He's like having a talk with with you know side the cyber suit where he's basically like mm -hmm. you know what the fuck happened like that shit can't happen again like mm -hmm. you know and yeah the suit tells him that um the suit tells him that you know they were in the process of finalizing him uh before they jettisoned him you know so they weren't able to finish him um but he you know uh, uh, uh lets spencer know you know, sort of um, 
that this isn't going to happen again. Yeah. So, um, and so you know they kind of hop along, and you know he's he's like, we got to make some rules, and and, and you know, right? They're they're cool, right? But then you kind yeah. of, I I assume maybe it's the pizza driver for the pizza that they were ordering at the house. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you see this like pizza delivery driver on the side of the road and he's like repairing a ti- like uh, a tire a blown tire uh-huh. and you know eventually just decides to basically take a fucking break and take a slice out of whatever whatever za he's got carrying <laughs> yeah. which I thought was really funny <laughs> and the dude's like into it he takes a bite he's like mm. you know like that's the, the, that he needed that power up that pepperoni Jesus. power up uh but Pizza then, like, you know, he, yeah. Yeah, he notices, like, you know, something crash land in the fucking field behind him, basically. And so he <laughs> goes to investigate, and that's when you find out that this big, snarly, nasty brood warrior has appeared. And uh, yeah, I thought it was really, just... really funny how he, like, reacted, though, you know? He, like, freaks out. Yeah, it's very, very, very comical. Yeah, hops back into the car, then like zips away without repairing the tire, and it's just you know sparks flying. <sighs> yeah, he just drives away on the fucking on the you know on the rim, like Jesus Christ. So that car's and of course, blow up. you know, they use like a uh, like a speed up shot, so you know it's very clear. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like a speed up shot. It's pretty comical, but yeah, it seems like uh, you know. The brood warrior, this brood warrior has tracked, you know, um, the Trilkin rocket, you know, to, to Earth. So you definitely get, you know, get the idea that, uh, you know, this isn't good. Um, real quick, though, I, I do think it was interesting because, you know, in the opening scene when the brood warriors... Um, you know, attack the planet. There's like a dick, a shitload of them. So I still find it, find it kind of baffling that they only send one, mm. um, to earth. You know I mean? Don't you think that they would send multiple to just cause havoc and, you know, make, make sure that they can retrieve this item that they've already failed to capture once. Like, I just thought it was kind of interesting that they only send one. So yeah. Yeah. anyway, it is kind of strange. You know? It's just like, especially if they think, if you you know they think it's like some sort of fighting system or you know something like that it's like we gotta you know yeah anyway maybe it's just the most elite badass brood warrior of all time yeah but because yeah it also real uses like uh we get the first glimpse of some of its abilities because it like pulls out this uh bug looking thing um you know and like tosses it into the sky to act as a drone to go you know, fly around and go find the suit. So you're like, yeah. okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like attached to its body, and it just like pulls it out, like, and like launches. Yeah, it this guy. it's crazy. It was, yeah. Uh, but then, you know, you kind of follow that. That's that's when you follow up with uh, Storkid, and he's reached his house, right? Hmm. And as he's trying to sneak in the window, things kind of seem, you know, he even says, he's like, oh, this is going better than I thought. And then the dude just crashed, you know, they just end up crashing through like the whole fucking window. 
Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, he's proceeding to show him around his room. You know, there's a sweet shot of that thing statue. You know, and then you have a tender moment where, you know, he picks up a picture of his family. And he's like, that's me and my family on a fishing trip. Yeah. Gone this was fishing. honestly one one of my favorite moments of the movie. Um, and although it's not similar, you know, it, it sort of reminded me of, you know, remember when we were talking about um, Amityville Horror, the dollhouse, how mm-hmm. I enjoyed like the aspect of um, the kids characters like zombie dad. Um, yeah. You know, this isn't the same thing, but I thought I really enjoyed this moment, you know, being someone that also, uh, you know, lost his mom um, to cancer at a young age, you know, it was a really bittersweet moment where the suit is able to, you know, tap into his head and literally like allows Spencer to relive this moment of him and his family going fishing and like literally gets to sit there and watch and have this like interaction with his mom again. Um, I thought it was really cool. Um, so yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that scene. Hey, things good for something, you know? Uh, yeah. But then, you know, Spencer tries, you know, try, starts trying to, well, Storkid tries to keep, uh, he tries to sneak down, downstairs. And, yeah, he uh, wants to find a hiding spot for the suit. Which is, yeah, baffling. And, uh, cause, I mean, <laughs> the, I mean, you might as well just try and store it in your room, you know? Yeah. But, uh, Anyway, so he, uh, you know, it's like he sneaks downstairs and I can't, you know, at some point Spencer gets hungry <laughs> and heads He's to like, the oh, kitchen. Time to eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is when like, you know, again, you think things are going smooth. He gets, he gets the, you know, he opens the door carefully, starts shuffling some things around and uh, is about to pull something out. And then, you know, knocks over like some milk. And the next thing you know, uh, the whole cyber suit's like upper half of, bo- of its body is like crashed into the like into the fridge and mm-hmm. then picks up the fridge, starts spinning around with it and just breaking cabinets and all sorts of shit and just just trashing the place. Yeah, dude, it like blasts through a wall. It's fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> does like a somersault front flip and like breaks through a table before it's able to finally like rest itself free from the fridge. Oh, um, it is one of like the memorable scenes of the movie, just like him fucking up his entire like living room kitchen area. Like, yeah, holy dude. fuck. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and then you know, like, you, you have a you know you, you have a quick shot of like Kevin and Stacy rising around the bike. Kevin's obviously too badass to wear a helmet, like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, and then like, you know, Spencer's still hungry. So where do you go? Go get a burger. Burger World, yeah. <laughs> Not burger to be world. confused with, bur- yeah. Not to be confused with the burger world for Beavis and Butthead. Oh, it's actually a good call. <laughs> uh, I was, I was going to say, I wonder what's better, a Nebula burger or a good burger, you know? Mm. 
I'd pre- I will, I, I'd prefer a, a good burger just for the good sauce. That's just me. Ooh, good call. Good call. Uh, but yeah, so, and perhaps one of the most surprising moments in the movie, Spencer orders a Nebula burger, some sort of fries, and like a, a, a shake. And the lady's yep. like, that'll be 416. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is 97, but you talk, like that, that price, I was like, things used to be that cheap. Like, holy yeah, shit. I forgot crazy. about like 416 for a fucking burger fries and a goddamn shake. That's, I mean, yeah, maybe that's those a hell of a deal. Work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a screaming deal. All right. Um, yeah. I also anyway. love how he just like, Leaves her an IOU. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Do you think he was like rolling through the, the drive through on the roller skates when he was? Oh, man. I hope so. I fucking hope so. But yeah, so he grabs the food and zips away, dropping that IOU. And, yep. you know, and this is perhaps one of the more weirder moments in the movie. Uh, in oh, terms without of, like, a doubt. You know, he's like trying to figure out how to, he's sitting on a dock of the bay. That's nah, like a. <laughs> It's it's <laughs> I'm sitting on it. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. You know, he's trying to figure out how to nosh this bird, dude. Like Yeah. You know, it's so, it's just so, like, I don't know why they had to do this for the movie because it's just like, to me, it's just so, like, gross. Uh, he basically gets kid humor. Yeah. 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 I guess that's true. Uh, the cyber suit eats the burger in this, like, really gross way. Like, you know, like, chomping it down. <laughs> and this, like, receptacle pops up right in front of Spencer on the inside that catches all this, like, chewed mash from the burger. And then, like, processes it down into this little like whopper looking ball and then like you know spencer's all hesitant to eat it because he's like you know the fuck is this and this little like device comes out and just pushes it into his mouth (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 and it talks about how it how it took out like all of the you know like basically all that left was like nourishment you know it took out like all of the you know byproduct and waste and whatever else um yeah yeah, it's super weird um and furthermore from there spencer realizes that he has to take a leak Uh, um, and this is where we learn something kind of important because spencer you know needs to take a piss so he asks the suit to let him out and the suit talks about how it's unable to comply to his request and that the only way that it can let him out until the is until its mission parameters are completed and he has to test out the cyber suit in a field combat situation yeah exactly uh which to be honest like i when i'm watching this this gave me like these moments so i get i I have these moments of like claustrophobia and like the Mm -hmm. idea of being trapped in something and like i've actually kind of felt that in this moment because you know he's like i need to get out like let me out and you're just like enclosed in these walls and you can't go anywhere and he's just like no 
you're not leaving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just like, I was having these little like flashes of panic. I was like, what would I do, man? <laughs> it's super dire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, without a doubt yeah so anyway he like you know comes up with some sort of plan it seems like because it zips you over to Miss Holloway's house Mm -hmm. you know well real quick real real quick before that we go back to his house oh yeah and Stacy and Kevin come back from their bike ride to notice the damage in the house right as her dad pulls up and in an ultimate douchebag move, Kevin fucking leaves uh, and, and kisses her and leaves and says, sorry, this is out of my jurisdiction. And just like leaves her to fucking face her dad coming home. Her brother's missing, uh, which I don't think they realize at this point. But yeah, the house is thrashed. It was just a super douche move. Oh, dude, for sure. And they got that line. It's out of my jurisdiction. My jurisdiction. <laughs> Get out of here. And yeah, you can only imagine the fucking verbal thrashing she got from her dad when he walked up to the fucking door. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about like tens of thousands of dollars worth of fucking damage in that house. Like easily. Easily. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, back to what you were saying. We we follow up with Miss Holloway. What is she doing? Oh, dude, like a true, like, like a true geek. She's working on like some sort of, you know, thing in bed in cozy PJs watching Lost in Space, which I thought was so fucking cool. Yeah. Particularly an episode where they find another robotic uh, life form that is uh, more hostile to, to, uh, you know, to them. So that's kind of, that's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, just, like just that, because yeah. like the circumstances in the movie, but you know she hears some noises downstairs and goes to investigate with her trusty tennis racket, which I imagine you know uh, could make you feel like you're protecting yourself. Uh, I don't know how good it will. Yeah, do, totally. You know? um, but you know she gets like this. You know she's like looking. She doesn't see anything downstairs, and then you know. The uh, hand comes out from behind her and grabs her. And she like, <laughs> you know, faints because of the cyber suit. Or wait, yeah, they both faint. That's like that's the that's that yeah, was like they the both comic faint. moment. They both are like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, she because you know he she can obviously hear it's Spencer's voice, so she yeah. sees this you know bizarre looking suit and hears the voice of one of her students, so she fucking faints, which then in turn causes Spencer to to faint too. So it's a double yeah. da- it's it's a, it's what you call in wrestling as a double down. So double down. Okay. Um and at the so- same time we see that the uh, brood warrior bug uh, you know, drone thing has also landed on the house and and starts letting out this like ear piercing ear piercing screech. You know, alerting the brood warrior to its location. So, a couple things going on. Yeah, dude, it's kind of wild. And like, uh, so Spencer's like really champing at the bit to take a leak. And when they so when they wake up, he sort of somehow convinces Miss Holloway to uh, help open the flap in the cyber suit basically to let him pee (laughs) which I thought was so crazy I was like and she does you know obviously she has uh, questions but uh, 
Spencer goes and takes a leak and she almost like in this like like weird way sort of was just like impressed by his pee like by his stream yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, it was kind of weird huh yeah you're like what <laughs> but yeah yeah spencer goes in the bathroom and just unleashes hell uh, and, <laughs> and then um yeah because she's like yeah oh my god dude. yeah she's like she's like wow <laughs> like, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's weird bro <laughs> kind of bizarre yeah uh, yeah i just didn't know what to think about it uh <laughs> and he says I like, gets out of the bathroom and he goes that was special <laughs> oh my god I mean if you ever had to you know be in a car I mean, sure. and, and hold your piss in for like an hour going over the pass and then you're finally able to piss it is definitely like a you know yeah, for sure for sure <laughs> uh, but you know as as clearly she has questions she decides to uh call the police basically and uh-huh. um that's when the cyber suit detects a hostile uh, what is it a hostile bio biotic biotic and, a hostile biotic yeah <laughs> and boom fucking brood warriors somehow sneaks in behind miss holloway who just didn't didn't fucking hear it this gigantic creature mm-hmm. uh right and like you know proceeds to sort of like confront them spencer is like literally shaking so hard in the cyber suit the whole cyber suit's shaking and mm-hmm. that's like what is it? i can't the chem rifle that's right so uh you know the brood warrior take morphs its hand into this chem rifle it's and awesome just, yeah, yeah. And just tries to blast it deflects off of spencer and kind of like hits back at him and so you're sort of like, oh, see, this thing ain't got shit on the, on, you know, store kid. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't really seem to pan out too well because uh, he had, we kind of forgot to mention it. He placed the sort of like this uh, catchphrase or, you know, activating phrase on the right, the arm rifle for the suit. You know, mm-hmm. Simon said, mm-hmm. I have to say Simon says, you know, use it. And he sort of forgets in the moment, and it causes a, that's right a little bit of a hiccup because the brood warrior again pulls off pulls this thing off of its flesh, and like so curls cool. it, and it like zings past store kid and like comes back around and like latches onto its uh, its arm where the rifle is and like blows up like a fucking mm-hmm. sticky grenade, and yeah. Yeah, is I was just like, damn, dude, those like the brood warriors kind of fucking cool. That that was like, I was just like, they just pull shit. They have weapons all over their body. Like what? what yeah, is happening. And it, it 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 gets even better. Like you know, in their like final showdown. But yeah, it's definitely pretty creative. I I really did enjoy that it was something unique and different, um, especially in like a, a movie made. You know, this is a movie. Sp- for children essentially um so i did enjoy that and i also enjoy how uh uh uh, they go on to cause um 
you know, another probably seven to 10,000 to more oh, easily, uh, yeah. worth of damage to her house, including like busting through si- like both sides of the house. Like Jesus Christ did so much property damage. So much property damage. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, she tries to use the phone again, but the brood warrior, you know, uh, happens to, you know, walk over and completely smash the phone. So that's out of the question. Um, and, uh, you know, cause what he, he like throws star kid out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when he goes to go out back outside, he notices that the brood warrior notices that star kid, uh, uh is no longer there, you know? Um, so it has to, event, uh, essentially start its search over again. Um, but before we see what happens with that, we have a quick shot back at Manfred's house. Um, he's in his room, and you overhear his dad, you know, yelling at his mom about Manfred and, you know, the situation that happened earlier. And we learn that, um, you know, Manfred got one of his catchphrases from his dad. Because yeah. <laughs> for the third time in this movie, his dad, that boy is USDA choice dead meat. God so. damn it, dude. Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like, we didn't need to hear it again, man. I guess they do. No. They probably use it as a way to establish the, uh, the, you know, almost like cycle of abuse-esque type of thing where it's like he gets he gets it's the bullying from his dad, you know, and that's why I make that's what makes him huh. a bully, you know? I like that. It's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, yeah, and then uh, 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 Spencer, you know, is back at like that, the back at the dock by the bay oh, yeah. um, and has a... <laughs> and and has another you know interesting conversation with the suit about you know asking about the brood warrior they've destroyed 11 planets yada yada yeah, yada dude you learned and, you learned that and i was like damn dude they're just like going from they're literally just going planet to planet just t- like wrecking shop and taking over or destroying yeah. the things you're like fuck <laughs> but yeah but so yeah spencer right. sort of spencer sort of like outsmarts the suit in a sense in this scene because he you know he 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 asked to be let out and you know goes on to explain you know i you know followed through i succeeded in those mission parameters and the suit obliges and you know uh let spencer out oh yeah um and he does you know and like he basically is just like well what do you get like you know what's gonna happen to you and the suits just sort of like well the brood warriors are gonna take me and you know disassemble me and use the my technology me. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like to win the war <laughs> and he's just like well i've got to watch out for earth and he just like deuces out <laughs> yeah I mean, it's I, a I hard choice he understands but i want to live to see my next birthday which is yeah you're a fucking yeah. kid you know what i mean like I don't blame him for his reaction and, you know, in this situation, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think anybody would. So yeah, he, you know, um, takes off and basically is like, you know, good luck. Yeah, dude. I mean, with a heavy heart, but he does it and, you know, yeah, basically he just leaves the suit just standing there by the water. Yeah. (laughs) In mo, in immobile uh yep 
But uh, then, then where does it take us? We go back to Spencer's house where we see Miss Holloway is there talking to um, Spencer and is and Stacy about you know what happened at her house. Um, and as this is happening, Spencer also gets home and you know in classic fashion. His dad doesn't, you know, doesn't believe, you know, they're even though the teacher is confirming it, um, his dad doesn't, you know, believe what they're saying. And his sister has another totally 90s line because he, t- he tells his dad about the brood warriors and she goes, he's wigging. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> he's wigging. Yeah, imagine that. They, they don't believe him you know yeah. go to your room essentially like oh, of uh course. so stupid dude but, but yeah. so he goes up to his room and seems discouraged um but spencer has definitely uh had a day where he's had some good um knowledge passed on him and this scene was kind of surprising because his sister comes up um, and I didn't expect her to be the one to sort of, you know, uh, light the fire under his ass because she comes up and, um, you know, she she talks about some advice that their mother had passed down to her mm. about thinking, think about someone you admire and what they would say to you. Um, this leads him to pick up a copy of Midnight Warrior and sneak back out of the house to go back to the star suit. Yeah, exactly. He's like, no. I should be the superhero, which yeah. you know, I've definitely like, okay. I probably would be that like, in that same category though. It's like, you have this amazing suit. You're like already a super big, you know, superhero nerd. You're like, that could be totally, me. you know? Oh, that'd be dope. Yeah. Yeah. So I would definitely sneak. So yeah, he too. runs off. Oh, without a doubt. So he runs off, which leads, um, you know, his dad, Miss Holloway and Stacy to, you know, uh, basically chase after him. And who does he run into? Who does Spencer doesn't get very far before he runs into? Who does he run into? Manfred. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Manfred it, and and you know they have this kind of like tense moment, and then the another alien drone bug flying spider thing appears, which. Mm-hmm. This shit's crazy. Yeah, crazy. but I, I, I like this scene because, uh, uh, you know, Manfred puts him in a headlock mm-hmm. and Spencer fucking decks him in the face. You know, he's not playing that shit anymore. No, dude, Spencer's um, finally, finally stepping up. You step uh, up to Spence, Spence steps it. up to you. Know, you. <laughs> yeah, it's like the suit, you know, all these, all these like events that have happened in the suit of you know, giving him um, some confidence. I like it. But like you mentioned, they see another one of those brood warrior bugs. And this is where Spencer tells Manfred, you know, I'll tell you everything that's going on, but you have to help. Um, And so, yes, you know, Manfred decides to um, tag along. And we see as a viewer that the bug, you know, has come across the star kid suit. And once again, alerts the brood warrior to his location. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, Manfred and Spencer decide that they're not going to walk to the park. Oh, you know, we're going to what do they do? <laughs> it's pretty great. Dude, they like they hop in his dad's like fucking muscle car, like like a racing car. Like, it's like a race car. <laughs> yeah. And just 
just hightail it out of there. His dad even like chases after him a little bit, like, you know. Um, and they just go speeding <laughs> down the fucking road. Uh, they, you know, and the, like a almost kind of comical like moment. The, the, you know, his family and Miss Holloway are like pulling up to an intersection, you know, complaining about all the weird shit that's going on. And then the car comes zipping by him, you know. Yeah. And they actually notice because he's like, he's like, Spencer's in there, like, kind of screaming a bit. Uh, but, um, then they, then they end up just by the dock, by the way, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cause they, they, um, well, they also, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They go and they notice that it's, that it's gone. Um, and so they just, you know, they're going to go back to, um, the auto yard. Uh, I don't know why they decide, like, oh, this is where we got to go. You know what I mean? Maybe it's just like intuition of, you know, this is where it showed up. Maybe it's back, you know, where it originated. Um, but they decide to, uh, you know, um, go back to the auto yard. And while they're on their way, they, you know, whoop, whoop, some sirens fucking pop on. Um, I was impressed with the driving ability of a 11, 12 year old kid. Um, yeah. cause Manfred pull, you know, Manfred pulls some like, you know, like need for speed type shit and causes the police car to veer off the side of the road into somebody's front yard, into a pool, like immobilizing <laughs> yeah. the police car. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it was crazy. I was yeah. just like, whoa, dude. I mean, they just, they just fucking up all over the place. And then you have Manfred's like, dad, dad did a good job with these brakes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And it then, was like, yeah. holy shit. And that's when they almost run into, actually, that's when almost when they almost run into the family. That's, when that's the, right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, it's it's on the way to the junkyard. The... Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, also while this is all going on, you have this quick shot of the brood warrior at the junkyard. And we've been talking about it pulling things off of its body and using it. It pulls this like thing off of its body that just starts growing into like what looks yeah. like some sort of like space flying vessel. You know, it's like yeah. a big ass thing. And that's where I was like, holy shit, what can't these fucking things do really? Like they're carrying around a spacecraft on their body. They're, you know, like what the fuck? It was wild. Yeah, that was pretty. Uh, out of all of the things that it, it produces that was definitely the most shocking because yeah like literally creates you know yeah like a not a, not not like a spaceship necessarily but like a space jet i guess you could call it yeah yeah that was a shock yeah it was wild dude um so yeah the kids roll up and sort of like see this scene going on and see you know mm -hmm. Sai just laying there and Spencer kind of turns to Manfred and is like, I need you to, you have to distract this thing. I just need like a few seconds. And, uh, mm -hmm. which, you know, kudos to Manfred because like, I mean, looking at that brood warrior being uh, like 12 year old or whatever, being like, what the fuck am I going to do? Here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. But, uh, you know, he does his best. He like takes a hubcap and like throws it across the junkyard, banging it against another broken car, you know, causing a distraction. Eventually he gets, mm -hmm. you know, he gets kind of noticed, uh, 
Well, I, well, I think he he almost gets noticed, and then he ends up like kind of starting to sneak away. The brood warrior follows him. There's a great moment where he picks up like a muffler and pretends it's like a gun. And I yeah. thought this was funny. I was like, "There's no way the brood warrior would know this," but he like you know holds it like a gun. And he's like, "Freeze!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're as dumb as you are ugly. He yeah. says. <laughs> and then the thing just takes the whole muffler and smashes it like a fucking bag of chips. And like, and you know, another then like you know he's Manfred's running away and another random thing he pulls off of his bot the brood warrior pulls off of its body is like this like rope and he almost like you know he's like yeah. whoosh, 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 and he like tosses it and like catches Manfred it coils up around him and yeah it's like a it's like slithering it's like a bug rope type deal yeah dude uh and, oh my god it's so crazy and then like and then the brood warrior picks up that giant and like engine and like hurls it and it's like yeah. coming down. It's about to. It's like about to smash Manfred's fucking entire body to oblivion. Yeah. And then like you last would be minute, bits and pieces. Oh, dude, smushed. And then, uh, but but you know, just in time, Store Kid shows up and like picks it up, has some clever line, and then throws it right back into the Brood Warrior, knocking him into a pile of cars, and they you know fall over and just pile up on top of it. Just and bury him. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, you know what's crazy though. So I, you know, I almost always have subtitles on, and when Spencer, when Store Kid goes and like pulls the thing off of uh, Manfred, and he tosses it, the thing makes like mm-hmm. a, you know a noise, and the subtitle says "alien serpent," it's like coy, like you know, da da da, like making a noise. And I was like, damn, so that's like a living creature. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought so because it was like it almost looked like it was like pulsating or you know. Yeah, and I also um, thought how fucking crazy it was that he just like took that and flung it. And what if? Yeah. What if the Brood Warrior say forgets to pick it back up until so there's just this alien serpent life form that has just like all of a sudden become, uh, you know, all of a sudden is just like on in on the planet. What does it do? It's a good point. Other things. Yeah. So, anyway, so. So, you know, you think the battle is won, you're probably wrong because oh, you're way wrong. through all the all the junked cars, the brood warrior just comes flying out and like I mean, that would be intimidating. Uh Absolutely. But love- even more so intimidating is you know, the moment it lands, it creates a nut you know pulls something off its body and creates this giant fucking mace weapon yeah dude it's crazed i love that manfred has this moment where he just like looks at the at, at store kid and he's like good luck amigo <laughs> like, <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> that would be my reaction too yeah, like dude, you got this dude yeah i can't do shit you're it's all on you uh but yeah dude like the brood warrior starts attacking him with this big old fucking mace thing uh and he tries to activate his rifle and the rifle's still malfunctioning because it got blown the fuck, yeah, for, block, fuck up earlier. Oh, uh, that's probably why. Yeah, I was curious like why it was still offline. So yeah, I must have got uh damage, like you said. Yeah. But and so he creates it's not like, completely powerless. No, no. He creates this like little shield. It's like the smallest rinky dink shield though. Like it's like it's like smaller than Captain America's shield, you know? Uh, and he's like trying to block as best as he can the 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 brood war he's just hammering him and then out you know now you now things start kicking into in you know into overdrive because store kid 
learns that he can create like a melee weapon. It was basically yeah. just like a giant sludge hammer that, that his arm morphs into. Yeah, it was like the Sandman, you know? Dude, was, <laughs> dude for real though. It was like, whoosh, and he just starts, he fucking donks the, the brood warrior with it, boink, and like knocks it backward and shit. I was like, damn, dude. Yeah. Things are getting intense. But the, you know, the brood, the brood warrior momentarily gains the upper hand because it has. It- produces these tendrils from its body um that wrap around Psy and uh then they jump into the air um and while they're in the air Psy like bites down on the tendril to you know get free of its grasp they plummet back down to earth um and this is where the brood warrior sort of you know um take you know takes takes the lead in the fight you could say because he picks up yeah. a car axle and just bashes fucking star kid um and then you know it seems like the suit's not responding it's like damage you know it's not responding and the brood warrior comes over with the mace and just starts fucking you know shot after shot uh, uh, uh to the st- you know to the star suit so uh so much so that it creates all this like battle damage on the chest um so things are starting to get dire yeah dude also when he like like goes over there with the mace he like basically like calls the mace to him he like holds out his hand and the mace oh, like yeah. slithers up and like and, like goes to him it's fucking crazy it's yeah that was so rad bonkers, so bonkers uh and you know manfred's uh, seeing all this unfold and he tries to do what he can he creates some sort of like little sling and uh launches a little pretty crafty little, little can at the brood warrior distracting him for but a moment you know like, like the softest blow to the brood warrior's head but you know but it, but it 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 was just enough though because during that brief window there's like something that falls uh off like a pile of cars and hits the cyber the star suit in the head causing it to power back on so you know it, it definitely uh, uh worked um but after it powers back on um, you know, it kicks the brood warrior away and it tells Spencer, uh, that the suit is compromised and that it has to eject him, um, before it ceases to function. And, you know, just like it mentioned, the suit falls to the ground, opens up and releases, uh, Spencer. So now you're like, wow, things are really dire now. Like this yeah. is not looking good. Yeah. Sorry, Earth Biotic Spencer. Uh, and then, you know, like, uh, they, like the Brood Warrior just never has a short supply of fucking weapons on it, it seems like. You see him as Spencer's, like, out of the suit trying to figure out what to do. Uh, you see the Brood Warrior pull one of the spikes off of his back and, like, creates, like, this, you know, nasty-looking spear and, you know, starts mm-hmm. heading towards heading towards him. And yeah, you just, you know, uh, you learn from Sai that it's like, again, his powers are failing and shit like that. And um, so, I mean, really, it's, it's like, what are you going to do? It's up to it's up to Spencer and fucking Manfred yeah. to figure out what how to fucking defeat this thing. Gee, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, Spencer takes the time to, you know, find like a car door and a piece of metal and sort of covers up, covers Starkid up. Um, 
But yeah, we're down to two 12-year-old kids versus a, you know, alien uh, killing machine that can create weapons from its body. Not looking good. No. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so you know, Spencer's what? He's trying to, you know, distract him from being, you know, getting to the, the cyber suit. He's like dinking on stuff in the junkyard trying to like make noises to to bait the the the, the brood warrior away and what did, mm-hmm. what did him and manford come up with so spencer calls the brood warrior pizza face uh which is really random um you know the brood warrior actually picks spencer up throws him backwards into like a part of an old car and you know sort of um back spencer up into an old ice cream truck and we then see manfred powering something up so you're led to believe that like this is all on purpose like they 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 planned uh the location of this attack um because manfred powers on then we see as a viewer that the ice cream truck is inside of like a car crusher and in a very tense scene um spencer notices like a hatch on on the on the top of the ice cream truck goes to climb out narrowly avoids the brood warrior grabbing at him the brood warrior does pull his shoe off so he's able to get free Mm, and he like climbs up climbs out and jumps out of the machine right as it closes like he was like seconds away from being pulverized Dude, for real though, I was like, again, I was just like, holy shit, man! Like, you gotta get out of there. You gotta get out of there, man. You're so it's it was so close. Like, mm-hmm. it was pretty impressive. Uh, it was pretty crafty of them too, you know. For like, real though. and the balls on this... Spencer to be inside of that thing, you know, to be like, Jesus all right, all right I'll Christ. be the bait. Like, I'm gonna run into that thing. You kick it on, and hopefully, I fucking make it out. <laughs> like... Yeah, there was not like. Uh, a big like margin for error there you know what i mean like you could have yeah but it's a kid's movie we're not gonna see you know spencer get crushed into uh you know blood and gristle um but you know comically after the crusher is done you know you see this like uh metal cube pop out you, uh, with the obviously the brood warrior in it and kind of comically on the top of it you see its hand sticking out and it's holding Spencer's uh, converse so he's able to get his shoe back <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro <laughs> it was awesome uh, and it, yeah so again it was a you good... know, it's a pretty solid way it... to fucking like you know take care of that thing so oh yeah yeah it was it, 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 I was surprised, you know, it had been a while since I watched this and I didn't really, there's a lot of, there were some parts that I remembered, you know, like the, 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 the fridge scene. Um, but I totally forgot about this and I definitely thought that it was a really clever way to dispatch, you know, the brood warrior, especially since like we mentioned, it was just down to two kids, you know, the cyber suit wasn't even involved. So good for them. Yeah, for real though. Uh, and then he returns to the cyber suit and, you know, in a very sad moment realizes mm-hmm. he's not powering back up don't leave me yeah. alone sigh yeah yeah it is pretty sad huh yeah start shedding a tear but but then a beam of motherfucking light comes shining down from the goddamn sky and 
Yeah. Ooh, some fucking aliens get transported down, and it's the Trelkins. Yeah. And this is where you see that armor that you were talking about. It's it's pre- it is really pretty fucking cool to be to to be frank. And like I you said, enjoyed like, it. Yeah. Some of the ways the helmets are like are built, like they like open up, like so you can see their faces. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's pretty interesting, but you know they kind of quickly go to work on the suit and sort of do what they can and they repair it you know uh which at the moment you know the kids are probably just like what the hell is going on now (laughs) totally totally uh but yeah like it's kind of funny you know sai wakes up and just has a bunch of like random stuff like like red meat nebula burger urinating and like something something or other and it's just like you know you can it's like him firing back up it's kind of funny yeah uh yeah he also tells the uh you know he also tells the trelkins um you know the ground beef joke from earlier yeah. eliciting a you know hilarious you know eliciting laughs from his compadres um but yeah you know all as well they you know the Trelkins give um, Spencer like a badge, you know, something to remember the situation. Um, and they take Psy, get back into their beam of light and leave Earth. And of course, literally like the second they leave, up runs, you know, his dad and everybody else. Yeah. Um, but his dad does seem to notice, you know, the light in the sky um but yeah he doesn't see the aliens um so yeah of course and you know they just have like a brief little touching moment where they hug and his dad's just like you know let's just go home so spencer yeah. saved the day yeah and he gets a sweet fucking fucking badge from uh, yeah not, not, not the not the creator of the cyber suit but like i guess what you'd assume is maybe like the leader of the group of the the troopers or something uh, yeah which is pretty cool so but yeah yeah of yeah course, it was a cool just, looking badge t- totally i just thought i did think it was kind of like of course they didn't fucking witness like the actual aliens so you know right uh but yeah, how does so the th- movie end though oh like a fucking baller spencer gets dropped off his dad's all like hey bud i'll be here 3 p.m sharp you know and then <laughs> I gotta be honest, Spencer's Spencer's cool as hell. If you ask me, he's rocking that denim jacket again, and he just walks right yeah. up to what's her fucking face, and like, who's like sitting on? She's like, what's what's her name? What's the little girl's name? Michelle. 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 Michelle's sitting there on this ledge. Uh, Spencer sees her. Manfred walks up and goes, "Break a leg," and like pats him on the back. <laughs> and Spencer, like a fucking baller, just walks right up, hops up on the ledge. And they start talking about motherfucking midnight, whatever his name is. Mid. Yeah, she <laughs> and then and she proceeds to she proceeds to pull out a bagged copy of the first issue. I know, dude. I noticed You're that like, too. Whoa. I was like, girls just walking around with issue number one on it. It says the flex. title of this says "Rage of the Nazi Giants." <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. But yeah, we and also so the, forgot you know, to mention. We also forgot to mention that our friend Micah has a table set up where she is selling uh, 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 Star Kid T-shirts. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Her successful T-shirt business starts now. Yeah. And yeah, yeah so. it's like a 
happy it's ending a, for everybody. Yeah, you know? it's a great ending. It's a, you know, Spencer's learned learned uh, how to be courageous, and uh, yeah, the t-shirt business is off the ground. The the brood warriors mm-hmm. defeated. Everything's yeah. right normal, except for like no more the, bullying. The f- upwards of fifty plus thousand dollars that they've caused in property damage along the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ! Oh, crazy. Yeah, could just, you I mean, imagine geez. coming home to that? Fuck! I'd lose my fucking shit. I would. I would absolutely lose my shit. And be like Bowie, what have you done? But. But yeah, it's a, you know, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a good movie. I don't even know if I'm gonna rate this movie on like a, a entertainment scale mm. only for sure. And on the entertainment scale, I'll pro I would probably give it like uh I'd give it like easily just because I laughed like a lot more than I thought I would. I'm gonna say seven uh, USDA choice dead mm. meats out of 10 for sure mm. yeah i was thinking similar ballpark you know for like uh, uh nostalgia reasons for like fondness of you know how it's uh our our, our our history with it you know i'll give it like a seven and a half uh uh knock knock uh, oh, <laughs> uh out, of, out of 10 so <laughs> it's a fun movie man it really is. It's like a dumb, fun kids and kids movie from '97, man. It's just yeah. there's a lot of like you know a lot of like silly lines throughout, sprinkled throughout it. You know, just I don't know. And it obviously, like we said, like it, there, there's like a pretty specific attachment on our parts, but still enjoyable. Damn it! After all these yeah. years, <laughs> and I I, I do want to reemphasize that that. Um, I feel like for a lot of younger kids, I could see how this, you know, again, could have been like a gateway, you know, seeing this and then being like, ooh, I want to go, like, I want to go check out Aliens or, you know, ooh, I want to check this out. Like, I feel like it could have been a gateway. Well, that's what I mean, like, you know, specifically because of the Brood Warrior and a lot, you know, it's like the design of the Brood Warrior looked pretty, like, pretty nasty. Uh, You Mm -hmm. know, like, like, and you know the even like you're you know even the trelkins were like an were interesting even though like you didn't really see much of them um right know, into, but but yeah it definitely is like it could be like a gate a gateway movie for sure you know what's interesting too and i didn't realize this until um we were doing this is that uh apparently there was like a uh a dark horse prequel comic that came out so I'm honestly like interested in seeing if I can find a copy of the. What the fuck to Starkid? What? Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah, we definitely super have random. To, like, we have to try and find find that sometime. That's that's why that's blowing my mind. But yeah, uh, you know, great great time for a great movie, and once again. Episode 105 of the podcast of the Black Arnold's Brothers podcast has been a successful endeavor. 105. That's right. That's right. 103 and 104. 103 maximum overdrive and 104. Uh, Slaughterhouse Rock. Slaughterhouse Rock are up there now. So make your way to make your way through those, and we'll see you on this one, and then we'll see you on the next one, Corn Dogs. 
Yeah, we will see you soon. I'm definitely uh, uh, excited to um, go see Thanksgiving. So yeah, bro. I'm yeah. I'm gonna drag my ass to the theater for it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, you know, I ended up not going and seeing Saw or uh, Exorcist in theaters, but I'm definitely gonna go see uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, for real though. So. We'll have a horror movie for you on the next one. In between, watch your horror and uh, get, I don't know, get some screams in. Yeah. 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 Bye.